0: Hey, what's up, gang? It's your boy, Lem Houston, on that podcast known as Nosy Baby in the CLT. That's Nosy in Charlotte, because I know I'm very nosy. I wanted to have another um, segment so we could talk about how we get prepared for Thanksgiving. Because Thanksgiving is probably the best day ever for me. You combine food and football and alcohol you have the perfect day. No day at all comes, comes with all the goodies. Comes with all the feeling of fall and winter and coziness and ready to chow down. And it's okay. It's okay. You just give in to the day and say, hey, screw it. Screw the diet. Screw everything else. But I wanted to do a podcast on Thanksgiving and how you attack thanksgiving from a weight loss management standpoint okay how can you defend yourself against the perils of all the things that even leading up to thanksgiving because undoubtedly at work they're typically potlucks right so everybody brings in all these goodies to work to get ready to party on that one day thanksgiving when all the things the best things in life come together and meet on one day food booze and football, there is nothing better, nothing, nothing, nothing better than that. All right, so how do you attack it? How do you, how do you not let the holidays consume your body? Now, studies show, again, these are online studies, that the average person only gains about a pound during the holidays. Now, I don't know where all that data is getting because I know I gain more weight between Thanksgiving and uh, actually New Year's Day, Thanksgiving and New Year's Day. I'm consuming so much more food and alcoholic beverage than I normally do throughout the year. But what's what can we do to keep us from feeling fluffy or or keep us from gaining weight during this time frame? Well, what I do is this. My first line of defense is to diet before Thanksgiving. And and here's the thing. If I decide to nibble on some food at a potluck, it will be one item that I get to do. So if there are cookies on the table and I really want cookies, I make the choice because we all have choices, right? That's what being fat, skinny, in shape, muscular, All of it's about choices. You recognize what your body type is. Then you recognize what choices you can and cannot make. So leading up to Thanksgiving, because I really want to go buck wild on Thanksgiving. And I typically do. Um, And I'll tell you in a bit what kind of food items I I engulf. I just go ravenous over and uh, whatnot. But so leading up to it, if I'm invited to any kind of parties where there's either sweet stuff that's being offered or uh, high fatty foods. I typically use the discipline mechanism that I allow myself one and that's it. So prior to going to work, when I worked for the bank or prior to going to a party, I typically ate something healthy, like a salad, something to give me the volume to where maybe I wouldn't even crave all the stuff that they had at work or wherever. Now, if it's in the morning, I would have to load up on boiled eggs, uh, some lean meat, typically turkey bacon. Um, and so that's what I would do to prepare. Cause that's the thing you've got to be prepared. Wait, Management is all about preparation. We all know the time frames that th- we're the weakest, right? Typically, most of us American citizens are very weak during the holidays because the, the, the goodies just taste so good, they look so good, they smell so good. But before I get to Thanksgiving, because I'm going to go buck wild, unrelentless, but wild on Thanksgiving. I pick and choose my battles along the way, and I diet. So right now, my goal is to lose between 7 to 10 pounds before Thanksgiving, and thank God Thanksgiving is well into the end of the month. I want to say it's like the 27th or 28th, I can't remember. But that gives me plenty of time to really manage my weight through proper choices of food. And I have an accountability person that I is hit up on snap to let her know what it is that I'm actually eating and drinking each day or usually each day. Sometimes we skip on the weekends, but that helps me because I I have to tell myself the truth. If it's written down throughout the day, what you're eating, you're telling yourself the truth and it worked last week. I lost three pounds. Now I gained some of that back on over the weekend because I was an idiot, but I know it works. I know for my body type, staying away from cheese, uh, eating more proteins, preferably lean proteins, and keeping it to salads or whatever vegetables in small portions, like two to three ounce portions works for me because I'm not hungry at all. And if I already have it prepped out, then it makes it so much easier. By the way, I've got this great uh, curry, chicken, chicken curry Recipe is awesome, and most of it is in the bottle, so you don't have to do a whole lot of prep. Because if you know me, I don't spend a whole lot of time in the kitchen, but I can throw down and put my little additives to it to make it fly off the chain. You know what I'm saying, hon? son? You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh. But getting back to Thanksgiving, this is the time that you need to come up with the plan. The plan has got to be airtight, and you got to keep yourself accountable. Write it down know your body type know that you cannot load carb load up on carbs because you're not running it off a lot of people who load up on carbs is because they're runners and they need those carbs in order to have energy but if you are just like me well i can't even use me because i do cardio funk every day but if you're the average joe below that works out maybe three four times a week the food is the biggest part of it, even if you're working out, it's the choices of your food items. So typically as a rule of thumb, keeping your portion sizes for each meal that you have. And now they, I what I did last week, I had several meals throughout the day. So I had between four to six small meals throughout the day and, and it wasn't hard. It was just all in your preparation. So dieting leading up to Thanksgiving is so important. Because here's my goal. If I drop seven to 10 pounds and I know that stretch going from the end of Thanksgiving until New Year's Eve, there's going to be mad parties. I've already been invited to multiple parties. So I already know that that stretch of time from December to January, uh, New Year's Eve, is going to be hellacious. I, it's it. There's no part in my mind that I know that I'm going to want to be disciplined during that time. Although I I'll, I probably will. I'm not going to eat or drink bad every day, but I do know that on the weekends that I do go to holiday parties or anything like that, that I am going to be more susceptible to gaining weight. Um, and 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 here's the other thing. I'll still be able to keep up my level of activity of somewhat, but the places that I do cardio funk, a lot of them are going to be closed during stretches of time frame, especially towards getting closer to Christmas that I'm going to have to do something on my own, which I'll typically run because it's free. And, and if it's not too cold, I'm okay with that uh, or create, create a workout with just my body weight on the inside. But this is all to say that preparation for these holidays is so damn important. If you don't want to feel that, Oh, I need to you know, lose 20 pounds in a month type of feeling, then you need to be prepared through food. My, my advice to you is to Please look at ways to diet early before we get to Thanksgiving so that you may have lost between five to eight pounds. And then as you're going through the rest of the holiday time frames, Christmas and New Year's, New Year's Eve, you, you give a little to get a little. You take from to get some, okay? So you got to also take into account that even through leading up to Christmas and New Year's Eve, you're going to have to sacrifice during the week that you're working in preparation for all these holiday parties that typically happen every weekend. Now, if you don't have any holiday parties to go to, it's a little easier to maintain your diet, but this is the time when it gets cold and dark and people get sedentary where people do basically pick up some weight, right? Because there's nothing active to really be a part of. And Charlotte's such a very active city. You could still be active in the wintertime doing something. There's indoor trampoline places. There's all kinds of fun axe throwing. So I'm not saying it's going to be a hard ass workout, but you got indoor rock climbing. We got so many things to do in Charlotte. We don't need to be fluffy during the winter time. But if you choose not to be that active, please make the choice to make proper food selections, at least during the week. And if you go bunk wild on the weekend, then you've already kind of absorbed that. But if you haven't, on Buck Wild on the weekend, then it's an even an added bonus for you as you carry forward to Christmas. That is my words of wisdom. Make sure that you manage your food intake very, very carefully. Write it all down and don't cheat yourself. Don't cheat yourself and lie to yourself. I think my personal opinion on why people are so heavy is they lie to themselves. A lot of times people think that, well, I had a salad. Well, the salad was so big, you've you've encompassed a lot of, I mean, maybe good, high-fiber vegetables, but you may have drowned it in some... Ranch dressing or, or some other kind of, and that's another key. Keep your condiments to something that you can see clear. I didn't say condoms, I said condiments um, to something that you can clearly kind of see through. So, if it's vinaigrette and oil or something based like that, not creamy stuff, typically the creamy stuff rule of thumb if it tastes good and it's creamy, it's bad for you. So, ranch, blue cheese, um, blue cheese is. Not as bad, but I think you can, if you're on no carb or whatever, you can have it. But so so far as the caloric intake, all those creamy honey mustards, Thousand Island dressings, they're terrible for your management of your weight. So if you're really trying to be good during the week, you got to eliminate those. Keep the portion sizes to about three ounces of each thing. So in the, in the bre- at breakfast time, I typically have two boiled eggs and I don't take the yolk out of them because I like the taste of the yolk. Uh, sometimes I'll crush it up and add a little seasoning, like the smoked wood um, seasoning stuff that I get from Harris Teeter and add a little mayo into it. And that's all I eat. And then I'll go work out. And, and then later on, after the workout's done, then I'll snack on something typically a salad is what I snack on. And then, um, so what I'm trying to do, trying to reach with you is to let you understand that there's an accountability measure that you have to have for yourself. So that writing it down is very important. Then identifying what it is that you can eat or you want to eat because a lot of times if it's not pre-planned, it's not going to happen. Yeah, I know how it is. I know how it is. Everybody's busy, but you, if you have a regular work week, like Monday through Friday, you probably want to do all your preparation on Sunday. And Sunday preparations can be where you have stacks and stacks of salad mix in the plastic containers, just ready to grab and go. Because if you're like me, you're always got you've always got something to do. I know I I train with a lot of parents and there that's one of their biggest things is that it's just so e- much easier to stop at a drive through than it is to take the time because that's more time needing to be spent doing something i can tell you that the time that you spend meal prepping it will probably pay off way more than stopping at a mcdonald's or stopping at chick-fil-a because number one your health number two it takes so much time still to do that. So if you take one hour, just one hour on a Sunday or whatever day that you have that is your day off and meal prep, you're going to save more than one hour. I would guess that you would probably save anywhere from eight to 10 hours of time that you would have been spending at a drive through or walking into a place to eat. Now, I know a lot of people are also this thought process is what which is. I don't, I don't know. I don't want to eat the same thing over and over. I don't want to, I don't want to, you got to change that mindset. There's so many good recipes online that are quick, fast, and easy. And one of the podcasts that I'm going to do shortly, I'm going to tell you about some quick, easy, fast recipes that I do. I'm going to try to get a person that I know that actually meal preps for other people on the podcast talk about what you can do that will be healthy choices, healthy food options that whether you're on a budget or you've got godless amount of money, you can eat this way. And it's variety. It's change. You can switch it up. You know, what's funny is a lot of times with people that say that they don't, want to eat the same stuff they they still eat the same stuff really because if you go to chick-fil-a you typically get the same stuff that you want to get and it's probably bad for you if you're going to subway so if you want variety you can do it you just got you got to do it you know that just take that one hour i promise you meal prepping does not take more than one hour and i am the cheapest person to meal prep for because Going to Harris Teeter, I just rack up on chicken breast when I'm looking to meal prep, chicken breast and salad and and eggs. That's simple for me. I can always change up the chicken dish and it's lean and you can't go wrong. Now, sometimes I'll throw in some ground beef that's 85 to 95, I mean, 85 to 90% lean because I like the taste of having a little bit of fat when I do make a burger or when I do, do my meatloaf or whatever it is, but meatloaf, the meat for meatloaf, the chicken, that Harris Teeter that you can just dice up and make it extend, extend it out. Cause you like the chicken curry that I made that could last me three days because it, it, it allow it allows me to cook so much. And I thought I want to eat that three days in a row, but I might have my main dish for that one day would be the chicken curry and then all the little small snackable items that I'll eat like two or three ounces of. You know, whether it's those, um, you know, veggie sticks, because I like crunch. Um, I do like Lay's potato chips, the ones that are the baked ones. So I'll get those and have that, that in small quantities. Like the whole box or bag or box is not going to be ate up by the end of the day. I grab a stack of maybe six, seven, eight potato chips, and I'm cool because what it's doing is tell my body that, hey, he's giving me something to eat, and my body's not going to store up fat, so that's an awesome thing. Chop up some apples. Eat green apples. I love Granny Smith apples. I mean, and that's a good source of carb for you throughout the day. If you like raisins, that could be a good source of carb. But make sure that your items that you select are relatively healthy. And small in portions. So that is my tip for you guys to make it through the holidays. I know you guys struggle with it. Some or some of you struggle with it. I always struggle with it because my propensity on my side of the mom's side of the family is heavier and loves food. I mean, we just the the palate is very strong force in my family. (laughs) But if in a controlled way, I can get better at making better choices so I can stay lean. I'm 46 years old. I look better than a lot of 46 years old. And yes, I'm patting myself on the back, but it it comes with work. I have to be doing physical activity in order to maintain a certain level of look. Or I'll be really fluffy, really puffy. Um, I could easily be 300 pounds. Easy. But doing what I do from from an occupational standpoint and knowing what to do with with my food and what I can do to prevent having this too much of a splurge, a two or three month splurge. uh Uh-uh, homie. Ain't going to do that. Peace out, you guys. Have a nice day. Whoop, whoop.